When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Daily Thrones fans, Ken Napsack back here for a quick look at the world of ice and fire. What are your favorite moments of Stormborn, episode two? I want to know. You call into the station. That's what you do. You press the button, you talk, and I post it. But before we do that and hear your guys' voice, I want to hear the voice of my good friend uh, from Collider Video, Movie Trivia Schmodown, and Just Life, Mark Riley. What's your favorite moment? Oh, favorite moment. Oh, that's a tough one, Ken Napsack. Game of Thrones. My God, I'm going to go with the war cancel with Daenerys. Oh, Daenerys' war cancel. Yeah, I like go, that. I'm going to go a little outside the box. I was thinking about um, the triumphant return of Reek. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I, I like <laughs> He's the, back, he, finally. Yeah. Uh, jump overboard. Um I don't know. I just the the to see the politics, to see the the team coming together, right. and what Daenerys is doing, and especially with um, with uh, Tyrion, like kind yeah. of counseling her about you don't want to be a queen of ashes, and then to see her actually adopt that phrase right. in discussion in that war council, I thought there were some great moments there. Again, I always seem to go to these quiet moments. Sure, that last battle scene was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I love it when we have these quiet scenes that show character and show the advancement of essentially I, the Game of Thrones. I think those quiet scenes are some of the best of Game of Thrones all through the seven seasons now. Yeah. But some of my favorite one-on-one or quiet character moments are in season two. Uh, Tywin and Arya comes to mind more than any other of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, so far, two episodes into season seven, the these the moments with the Hound, the moments with Arya at the campfire, um, oh, yeah. the moments with Arya with Nymeria this week, and that council scene are some of the best stuff. I was just gonna say Arya and uh, the, the, I always Nymeria. I I was it, it broke my heart, but I love the callback yeah. to the first season with you know that's not yeah. you yeah. because Stark telling her you know what this world could be for her, and that's not her. Arya said, no, that's not me. And then to release Nymeria out into the wild to save her life, yeah. come full circle, that's not her. Where Nymeria's like, no, we're good, we're yeah. good. Uh, do you think this is gonna change Arya's path at all? Will it have some kind of effect? She was heading south, she meets Hot Bai, Hot Bai tells her, hey, the Starks are back in power, she's starting to head there. Could this change that path? I, I, think, it, I think it has to. I think for her to realize that Jon Snow is still alive mm-hmm. and that he's now king of the north that she she has family out there now she's right. been wandering around on her own trying to get back or get vengeance for them I mean look she wants vengeance for them mm-hmm. but when Jon Snow is introduced as being alive you could see it in her face right and I think she I, I, I don't know I think she's gonna go check in I, I, maybe. <laughs> hey guys, just want to see what you're doing. I'm gonna go back to killing, uh, killing everybody. I mean, doesn't don't you think she wants to kind of see what Sansa and John are up to? But yeah. you know, uh, question mark with John, he's going off right now. Yeah. Uh, to meet with Daenerys. So, I, I, I want to see them back because one of my favorite moments of season six is seeing John and Sansa come back together. Well, I'll tell you, that was an ex- unexpected emotional moment because those two characters hadn't been on screen together, hadn't spent a lot of time together, even in, in, in theory and in story. So 
but but Arya and John had that great moment in episode one, and that was that was touching and pulled on the heartstrings. So them back together, I think, is going to be a tear-jerking moment if that happens. Uh, absolutely, couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on in season seven. Uh, we're talking about the quiet moments here with Mark Riley. He likes him. I like him. Do you guys like him? What is your favorite moment from Stormborn? Call into Daily Thrones and let me know. That's what we do here. We talk Game of Thrones. See you next time on Daily Thrones. I just want to say that Theon is such a disappointment. I, I, I mean, I don't know how many other calls you've gotten in about this, but what a joke. Seriously, we can all start hating him again. The guy's, I just, oh God, he does such a good job of playing that, that just weasel. Can't believe he jumped overboard like that. Anyways, great show. Thanks for letting me call in. First time caller, uh, I guess a couple of weeks listener now. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, Ken, so my favorite moment of Stormborn was actually the scene between Daenerys and Varys. I absolutely loved it. A lot of backstory in that scene. I love the way they played off one another. And I have to, you know, Varys, I have to say, held his ground. He said to Danny flat out, Robert Baratheon was an improvement over your father. And that's just a fact. And I love the way she comes back at him and says, if you ever change your mind about me, swear to me, you will do it to my face like this. He agrees, of course, and then she gives him that dire warning, but if you betray me, I will burn you alive. Eric with a good call about his favorite scene, Danny and Varys. We talk about fantasy meetups. When Varys met Danny last year, that's something we book readers never thought we'd really see, but we saw it and it was good, but then it almost went bad. Bad for Varys, but he talked his way out of it. But do you believe Varys? That's the big question I have. Varys is, he's the spider. Do you believe him? I always do. When he tells Ned Stark he's doing this all for the realm, it makes sense to me. I absolutely believe that, that is what he's trying to accomplish. There's a loyalty to the small folk. There's a loyalty to his upbringing. And Varys says it very plainly here. Would he ever go against Danny? I don't think he has to now. That's the difference. Danny got her little, got her cackles up. Got the flames ready to flow. A little bit of Mad King in there. But she realized Varys' point. Realized what he was saying. And you have to believe that Varys now knows he doesn't need to go behind her back. If he had told Robert Baratheon that he was losing touch with the small folk and the people of King's Landing, Robert Baratheon probably would have killed Varys right then and there. If he had done the same thing to the Mad King... You have to believe the Mad King would have taken Varys out right then and there. If Varys truly knows, if he believes Danny will not burn him as long as he's honest, I believe Varys is smart enough to realize he's honest. I've always wondered if Illyrio Mapatis and Varys truly believed in Viserys. They truly thought he would be the king. I could see that there would be a possibility that they just had to go with it, which is why in the books there's a, possibly another solution, possibly another way. Then, I believe, like Vera said, Danny rose. Danny took a bad situation and used it to her advantage. Took a, correction, horrible situation and turned it into something that inspired her and moved her and transformed her. I believe Varys, believe Danny, together, maybe they could overthrow this kingdom. A little help from Tyrion. They're just going to have to do something about those ships. 
Varys can't spy his way into ships. What do you guys think about Danny and Varys and their interaction? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you think Danny made the right decision? And do you believe Varys? Let me know here on Daily Throne. Hello, Daily Thrones. So I haven't actually listened to any of your content because I'm really scared of spoilers. But um, I'm honestly just really curious if if and why Game of Thrones is worth watching. Obviously, you probably think it's worth watching because <laughs> you made a freaking station about it. But uh, yeah, I'm just really curious. Like, like, why should I watch it and why should I be excited to watch it? Yeah, thanks. Just put a call up from Alex that I greatly appreciated. Supporter of the station, even though he doesn't listen because he's afraid of spoilers, and I respect that, but he's also wanting to know why should he watch Game of Thrones? And that's a question I get asked a lot. It's a question a lot of other Game of Thrones fans probably get asked a lot. Why should you like Game of Thrones? Well, I'll answer how I ended up loving Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones. I love Star Wars. I love Lord of the Rings. I'm your everyday nerd like a lot of other people. But I, I'm not like, say, I'm not huge on Dungeons and Dragons or something like that. I played it, but I'm not big at it. I'm not big on sci-fi fantasy. I didn't read Wheel of Time. I didn't read the Game of Thrones books, though I'm a big reader. So for me, when I discovered the show, and of course, as you know, eventually dove into the books and took a deep dive. But what got me to that point was just not knowing what was happening. I was hooked within 30 seconds, which that might happen for you, might not happen. But what got me was the characters, and that's what everyone keeps saying. George R. R. Martin has created believable characters in a highly unbelievable world. And I think that that's what draws me back every week. Season 7 is a great example. Now, I won't go into spoilers for Alex, but with all the big things going on, all the big battles, even going back to the previous seasons, big moments, big deaths, big battles, I still go to the character moments, little moments in season two, little looks on faces, little heartbreaking moments, uh, moments of joy, and all those type of little intimate moments between characters that I think translate a lot of things. They don't just have to do with swords and boobs and dragons. That's all there, and that might be something you like, and that's something I like too. But what brings me back to Game of Thrones every week is the progression of these characters, these shades of gray we always talk about. And how they, how the characters grow, how a bad guy isn't a bad guy, how some just stay evil, but some some bad guys find their way to the good side, or some some don't know what to do. There's ramifications for their choices. There is uh, consequences for your choices. There's bad things that happen as a result of the things you do, even though those things might be good. It is what I love very much about this world. It is complex. It's complicated. It is challenging. A lot of it applies to real-world situations. A lot of it applies to history. George R. R. Martin, of course, very influenced by history, and that is in there. There's a lot of lessons, and there's just a lot of fun. And at the end of the day, there's boobs and dragons. That ain't half bad either. What do you guys feel about why do you watch Game of Thrones, and why should someone else watch Game of Thrones? Let me know. Let Alex know. That's what we're doing here on Daily Thrones. We're celebrating. We're questioning. We're explaining. And we're overall enjoying Game of Thrones.